Good morning and welcome to Rob Bird's Moondog Show on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. I'm your host, Rob Bird. We are truly honored to bring to you the people and places of Southwest Michigan and beyond. Welcome to episode 189. It's going to be fine. We have so much to tell you, so let's get to it. On this show, the Blueberry Chicks of the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store. We'll have Treat Hartman and Shelly Hartman in here to talk about the U-Pick and some other things that are going on in the Blueberry world that's winding down. And in for the Senior Services of Van Buren County, Ryan Moore is going to be here to talk about the pharmacy and all the things that are going on connected to the Senior Services of Van Buren County. In the studio, we're going to have Mason Dixon and Don will be there. We're going to be checking out a new girl to see if she can handle it here in the studio. And Chris Suriano will also be here in the studio to talk about the House of David. We'll be talking to Chet Bush down in Clearview, Florida to talk about his 19 years at the House of David and maybe even his little time in Roswell, New Mexico in the Air Force. We'll also be talking about the success of the documentary and where you can see it and find out more. And on Let's Talk Real Estate with Tina Goodrich, we're going to be talking about addendums. These are things that change an already previous agreement. It's all here right now and so much more on Rob Bird's Moondog Show. Hey y'all, it's the weekend and I can't think of a better way to spend it than having a big old barbecue. But who has time for all that prepping, cooking, and cleaning? Not me. That's why I go out to Mama's TJM Barbecue. That stands for Tender Juicy Meat. They're at 68099 County Road 388 on the southwest corner of 68th and Phoenix, right next to the Fun Park. Check out their Facebook page, Mama's TJM BBQ, or give them a call at 269-252-1464. From single meals to catered events, Mama's Barbecue. Go get yourself some. So meticulous, it's ridiculous. Are you planning a painting project and don't know who to call? Decorator's Choice Painting Company is one of the most highly referred services along the lakeshore. Serving this area for over 20 years, we look forward to providing professional services for you. Call us today at 269-270-5785 or email us at decoratorschoicesh at gmail.com. Take a look at our work at decoratorschoicesh.com. So meticulous, it's ridiculous. Hey y'all, the documentary that's been taking Southwest Michigan by storm, House of David, Life Everlasting, is coming soon to a theater near you. I always wanted to say that. Public showings have already been scheduled throughout Southwest Michigan, the Grand Rapids area, South Bend, Indiana, and it's just getting started. It's played to sold out theaters and folks have even been turned away. So don't you miss your chance to see this amazing piece of Michigan history. Go to hodfilm.com for the current schedule and lots more. House of David, Life Everlasting. We're back on Robert's Moondog Shows, the Blueberry Chicks, the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store. And I do have a treat Hartman here uh, in the studio this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. And we have a Shelly Hartman, of course, in the studio, too. And that's with Good two N's, by the way. That's right. I just learned that the other day after I've been writing it for like seven months <laughs> that I had uh, two N's, so... Oh. Yeah, so with that being a special occasion, uh, the Hartman with two ends, that I finally figured it out, we wanted to let everybody know that tonight, today is the last day of the U-Pick, it right? It is. Saturday okay. is mm-hmm. the last day. This is it. Saturday yet today, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Come and get your fresh berries if you want to pick them. You know, it's still open. If you want to buy them already picked, we have those available, too. Have a few. We, we it was a great season. We went through a lot of value added products. We went through a ton of Sherman's right. ice cream. Yeah. Um, I think probably this has been one of the busiest years we've had, as far as the U pick already picked that whole little division. Sure. 
and it was fun and we got to meet and see a lot of interesting people over there and today will be it and um well, what time do you it's you know it's a little after it's six what six six thirty i can't even six, read the clock you're six thirty four here so because we pre-record and i can't do the math in my head on where we are in the show but okay uh, so we open at eight at eight and we close at seven and you close at seven yep. okay so uh what happens if someone gets there right just before seven do you say we're not gonna let you come on or do you guys usually let well, them uh it depends. depends. No, I'm just kidding. Of course we would. We'd okay. let anybody come out last minute. Um, you know, and even sometimes, I mean, somebody won't get the memo. Right. Even though we've been talking about it for kind of a while. That sure. we're going to be, we try to stay open, you know, through the Blueberry Fest. Uh, this year it worked out really good, but in some years it's really difficult to have product if the season's advanced. Sure. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. This year it worked out really good. And, you know, somebody might travel or might be on their way home and stop and we're closed. And usually we just leave a note on the door, stop next across the street, and we can set you up sure. with some berries. Okay. Well, that is uh, certainly awfully nice of you. Now, does it, uh, is the last day usually a decent day? Because, I mean, today the last day is the big day at the Blueberry Festival downtown. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that big. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, actually, you know, a lot of people... There, it, it, believe it or not, things are winding down. Um, people are getting ready for school. A lot of the kids are going back. A lot of the vacation people that yeah. live in the Inland Lakes, they've had their summer fun. They're going back. So mm-hmm. no, Notice that on Wednesday at Harbor Light. That a lot less uh, tourists were in there. That yeah, you know, because I mean, school started. I think for them this last week, correct? Yeah, I do believe so. So, yeah, they're only now they're weekenders, and mm-hmm. you know, and we got in that kind of philosophical discussion. Goes, ah, what happened? There's well, you here. here and the, the thing about South Haven is that nobody really ever talks about too much. Is Memorial Day weekend is usually a pretty good weekend, mm-hmm. but then there's a real lull until July Fourth. Mm-hmm. July Fourth hits, and then everybody's here, you know, for the whole week, uh, you know, week run almost for the months. It seems like they I don't think even the go whole home. Month. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then uh, the very beginning or a week into uh, August, they're going back to school, so now they're right. back to weekends and pretty much through weekends through maybe the middle of September end of mm-hmm. September and. That's it. Our tourist mm-hmm. season is over other than the fall, which we all know is a, certainly less. Different. You know, and I think, too, the weather's changing. I saw some leaves changing on some I mean, trees. I did, too, on a few. And so then the lake becomes less attractive because it's not as hot, so you don't have to cool down. Mm-hmm. And this year That's the lake true. has been so aggressive, you know, with all the waves and the weather. This mo- July, in the month of July, we had 12 rain events in Grand Junction area. And out of those 12 rain events, we had eight that were like no harvest of that we could do no right. harvesting. And we had 4.85 inches out there, which is the wettest July in six years. Wow. That's, Gosh, that's something. It, it, yeah. it, it certainly is. That. But I do, I will have to say, you know, just kind of the overall feeling of this summer, at least as far as the weather goes for normal weather, hanging outdoors has been glorious. It has been. And this last week has been glorious. I oh, like yeah. the last week. There were a couple, just imagine doing walking to your car to and from your house or the store, but working out in it has mm-hmm. been hot. It's been hot, sure. Yeah. 
But at least I you know this last week uh, has been a little less humid, yeah, so that makes a, a huge yeah. difference. It's be- good, great blueberry picking weather, I will say. Okay. So the blueberries are, everything is kind of winding down. Yep, at True Blue, we'll still mm-hmm. be, we're still, you know, ha- bringing fruit in. We're still packing fruit. But, you know, as our customer base dwindles, then, you know, it's, uh, it's time for the store to, in Grand Junction, the country yeah. store, to kind of... If, if peak is a 10 or 100%, where are you right now with bringing, with the processing four. blueberries at a four? Oh, okay. no, no. Four? For processing in the plant? Right, I mean, how many are coming in? Oh, uh, we're about halfway. You're about halfway, so mm-hmm. 50% from, you know, peak? Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. And that and that probably goes pretty quick over the next couple of weeks, is that? I think probably by Labor Day, we'll be pretty much done. Okay, all right. With picking. With picking. Yes. No, no, I guess quickly, what happens after picking? Well, <laughs> we, we just talked about this today. Yeah, no, so, meeting. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, we want to make the blueberries last as long as we can. So we'll put some in the cooler and bring them out and transition them into the marketplace when they're needed. So we'll still pack fresh blueberries. And then we do a lot of repack for customer specifications on our frozen blueberries. And we'll start with cranberries. Okay. All right. So a little turn of the season here. Yeah. So, Tree, you've been quiet over there. Um, <laughs> I was going to tell you, I bought five five-pounders the other day to take to some friends, and they could not wait to open that box, and they ate them right out in the parking lot. <laughs> five, when you say five five-pounders, five boxes of five-pounders? Five yeah. Five okay. boxes of five-pounders. And uh, I said, you know, did... Are you okay? And they said, oh, man, we couldn't wait. We couldn't wait. They were so beautiful. Oh. And they said they were so sweet and so good. They just had mouthfuls. Oh, that just, is good to yeah, hear. It, it was very good. Even though the season's slower, the yeah. berries are still yeah. very good. So they what, are. Really good. What are the varieties that are, are you know, the kind of end of the season? There's only one. What is it? <laughs> Pretty much Elliot. Elliot, And okay. a lot of people don't really care for it. As It's not as popular just because it has a tendency to be a little bit... Uh, sour, you know, okay. it's not as sweet as say a blue crop or a jersey, but you know, like Treat saying, it just there's so many things that depend on the bricks or how sweet that blueberry turns out and ripens. There's a lot that goes into it, and this year I think they're really good. Oh, I did too. Yeah, nice and, and firm, so, and they are kind of on the sweet side. I yeah. wouldn't say they're sour. So a little bit better for cooking then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. We've got to take a break, and you've been so quiet over there. Yeah, we're let talk, her. Well, the whole next segment. We're, we're going to talk about some recipes. I love because it. I think it's probably time to maybe start thinking and focusing on uh, some new videos, I think. Is that kind of mm-hmm. what you're getting at there, yep. Shelly? All yep. right. Well, well, we'll talk about that when we come back on the Blueberry Chicks with Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store. And before I go, I'm going to give that 800 number out, which is 877-654-2500. You can call that number and ask any question about blueberries, and hopefully they'll have an answer on Robert's Moonduck Show. Hey, y'all, the documentary that's been taking Southwest Michigan by storm, House of David, Life Everlasting, is coming soon to a theater near you. I always wanted to say that. Public showings have already been scheduled throughout Southwest Michigan, the Grand Rapids area, South Bend, Indiana, and it's just getting started. It's played to sold-out theaters, and folks have even been turned away. So don't you miss your chance to see this amazing piece of Michigan history. Go to hodfilm.com for the current schedule and lots more. House of David, Life Everlasting. 
It is true. You can get quality social media marketing, radio time, and video production in one place. Moondog Productions specializes in all three. Now is the time to increase your presence and keep yourself in the public eye. Through Robert's Moondog Show, Moondog Productions offers radio advertising, social media marketing, and video production that will get you noticed. Call Moondog Productions at 269-872-3049 to find out how we can design a program that will fit your budget. You're listening to Rob Bird's Moondog Show on WCSY-FM, South Haven. It's the Blueberry Chicks by the Blueberry Store. We're back on Rob Bird's Moondog Show, the Blueberry Chicks with the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store. I'm going to get the 800 number right out of the way here. 877-654-2400 for any blueberry questions. That gets you the store that can find out about the U-Pick, which only is going for the rest of today. Yep. So That's get it. out there That's if you're going to get them. It's, it, it the is the time. The picking is still good, too, by the way. Yeah. yeah. The picking yeah. is still great. So. Make it make it your family experience. Have a good time. Get some stuff to uh, go home and bake a pie. That's right. Oh, yeah. pie. Mm-hmm. And speaking of pie and baking pies <laughs> or food or whatever it may be, we want to talk about some new video that may be coming out. And Treat is having a... A brain block here about what you <laughs> could possibly very kind, Rob. yes <laughs> about uh, some new things. I'm that into we, packing, not yes. cooking. And unfortunately, things. we don't have a call-in show where we can call all of our uh, listeners. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we should do that one. We we probably well yeah okay you're in for a, a real treat when we treat when we do that for sure. You yeah I thought about that because of something we were talking about a little maybe project down the line yeah. that would be a cool thing to do like. A live thing, uh, you know, at the morning of that. Yeah, if we, I agree. If we pulled oh, all yeah, that, that off, yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. All right. So now all you people are in the dark, and that is a uh, well, you don't know. So <laughs> that's ha, true. You'll ha, see. Ha, we'll ha. make a big yeah. announcement someday. Oh yeah. If, if we're able to uh, pull it off, but uh, I've learned that you don't start running your mouth until you at least get some of the cogs in place. That's right. Yeah. So all right. So food. Food. You know, Mm-mm. some of the things Food. I guess that, uh, you know, when I go back and look at the last 14 that we did, there were some kid things in there. There was some salad type things. There was some baking things. There were main entree things. There were side dishes yes. and all that. Yep. I guess, I mean, where where would we want to start if we're going to brainstorm something? We want to start right at the basics. What would be something we didn't do that would be a good uh, basic uh, recipe with blueberries? Well, I would think... I go back to that pretzel thing <laughs> because back to, okay. pretzels are in, right? And I do want to do something with that. But I also thought instead of just using blueberries in the pretzel dough kind of thing mm-hmm. is what I'm thinking I'm going to do, but put the um, sausages in there, mm. the in the brats, okay. wrap it in it, and you know that would be a good thing. Some too. blueberry brat pretzels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right. That well, that I guess thing. that sounds like that could be pretty Dipped interesting in the for sure. Mustard. Oh, the mustard. That would be really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. How about right. a pizza? A blueberry pizza. Goat cheese, uh-huh. blueberry. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it was funny. The Arugula. Other, not too long ago when we were talking about the blueberry Vinegar. Italian beef type of thing, Mason <laughs> walks in and he comes back in and after you guys left, he goes, man, that sounds terrible. Goes, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, I started it, thinking about blueberries on your Italian beef. I'm like, well, maybe that doesn't sound so good. <laughs> you know, a lot of times that is what happens. And I think, oh, that's not going to good. But how did you enjoy that? meat that right. we had that Annie A- AJ made and I made 
at the video. You guys video. never gave me any. I got to oh. look at it on video all that time. Well, I, he, oh, yeah, that's right. He wasn't at the tasting. No. Right. He has to be invited yeah, to the tasting. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it is way, way different than you think. Because just like some things just don't sound right until you do it. And you're like, man, that is right. right. You know, that is mm-hmm. pretty good. I'm like, oh. Well, I mean, because, so. I mean, to me... You know, the Italian beef has that, you know, when you put the hot jarred on it, you got that hot and a little yeah. bit of sweet. So that little sweet yeah. may be okay, mm-hmm. and then you don't offer, you don't do anything sweet on it. You just put hot, you know, hot jarred or whatever or something that's a little bit different, peppercini. And How about like a blueberry relish? Mm, well, we do this, the salsa. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah. Blueberry yeah, relish. That's, that's interesting. Well, we already know. I hope the we, we have people crashing their cars out well, there. We, right now. we pickled. Yeah, we did pickle. We did, and that was something to get used to. <laughs> it was good. Annie did a good yeah, job. That was. I did it earlier, and no, it wasn't that good. <laughs> Maybe but. it's one of those things we can perfect even better. You bet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we tried the ketchup, but blueberry ketchup. It, that people, really sounds wrong. You know, because well, to there me, you there's... Go. that's why it was great. It was very tasty. It was great, but people just couldn't get over the idea of, you know, you could well, do like a mango relish type of thing with habaneros or something like that in it, and yeah. make it a little bit cool and refreshing. Well, maybe, maybe that ketchup's the kind of ketchup you actually don't put on fries. You find something else. You <laughs> well, know. that yeah, well, that's the pretzel <laughs> dog gourmet. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. Well, you know, really, uh, it, it, as far as I'm concerned, if anybody out there uh, is listening and you can think of something that would uh, be good infused with blueberries, you can certainly uh, go to the moondogshow.com yeah. and uh, send us a request and we'll maybe talk about it. that I, next time we I come in. I love it. That's yeah. great. I, I'm almost sure nobody will do that, but... Uh, Maybe Candy will do it. She listens to the show every uh, every Aww. Saturday. Yes, Hi, she, she says she does. Hi, so I've been wanting to a shout out to her. The other day, I uh, she called me about or sent me a text, and I I went to call somebody, but her, her phone number I called her, and I'm like, hey, Chris. And she goes, no, this is Candy. And I'm like, oh, I have Candy. <laughs> and so I talked to her for a couple minutes, and then she says to me, she goes. She says, "You're a bright star in here. You just keep doing what you're doing." I just Aww. laughed, but it was it was really nice. So I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to yeah. shout out to her on the radio Absolutely. and tell her thank you for that. It uh, I, I try not to go through and do what I do because I need validation, but right. it's nice when somebody says <laughs> exactly. that. Exactly you know? when they appreciate yeah, it. And, and typically, nobody, not anybody, says a word to me about the radio show. <laughs> really? They see a video, they don't say a word oh to me about gosh. the video. Oh my gosh, wow. now that's not true. I came in and said how great and wonderful I think the radio show is. Right. And not, I wasn't specifically well, you're on the radio about show, my portion. I was saying about the rest <laughs> of it. I, I mean, I was hoping that's what you know made you want to be on the show because you was, heard all the other I did. before. And, and like so all of the information about the House of David and those interviews, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's interesting. We're going to be doing a lot of House of David, as a matter of fact, today, uh, oh, a little bit wonderful. later in the show. Uh, Chris Seriano is actually outside the door, probably have him come in in a minute. Oh, that'd be fun. Uh, yeah, and we're going to actually be uh, calling a guy by the name of Chet Bush, who was born at the House of David in 1935, lived there for 19 years, went off to the military, and uh, he has quite a interesting military 
uh, career. We might even ask him. I don't know if he'll talk about it, but he did work at a little place in New Mexico for the Air Force. Uh, at wow. one point in his life. So uh, I don't know if he'll talk about it. He, yeah. he told me about it because we actually, this last weekend, I left on a Saturday morning uh, early, like right after the show, and uh, we took off, went down to Florida, got to uh, southern Alabama, stayed the night, drove another hour to his place, did an interview for six hours, drove back to Nashville, uh, or drove back to just past Tennessee, got out of Tennessee, I got hit by a semi-truck, and then uh, we... Uh, Stayed the night and then came, drove home the next day. So, like, but yeah, wait, gonna, go back. Well, hit by a semi truck. Seriously, I did. I got hit by a semi truck. But like, I was going to wait bad? for a little bit like, later. Yeah, but I well, mean, we're we're at a standstill. Okay. okay. And, and you know, it was we stood there. We were there about a half hour. I mean, I I had my seat all the way reclined with a pillow. This was ten thirty at night, trying to catch a nap while we were waiting for the trip, the road to clear. And uh, we moved up. I moved up about fifty feet or so. Uh, the whole track, and then the semi was behind us, and I wasn't even putting it in park. I was just dropping it into neutral, and I'd stop dropping it in neutral. Well, for whatever reason, he just kept on coming like there wasn't a whole line of cars in front of him and, oh, and rear-ended me. Gosh. I mean, it was it pushed us forward, and I, sl- I hit the oh. brake, so I didn't hit the next guy in front of me. But the nice thing was he hit me so – I mean, he didn't hit me – it felt like he hit hard, but – he didn't even disturb the the dirt on my bump on my bumper. Oh, but I awesome. bet you if I bet you if I would have been in park, yeah, it, oh. it would have. Oh, yeah, but it yeah, hit me and it, was, I had that give. Ooh, so that yeah. was good. You had it. Well, in neutral. I was just messing around, but it just kind of saved oh the my. car. But and you guys, you could add whiplash. Yeah, and, but I saw it coming. Hey, this guy's not stopping. Oh, Louie was next to me, and he's yeah. like, and because I'm, I'm I'm laying back in the seat, yeah, I'm blowing not, my head, and I'm looking at the mirror, and I say, oh. he's just keeping on coming. And but he gets out, and he I didn't really understand couldn't understand what he was saying. Mm. I looked at the car, was just fine. I waved at him. He said, okay, and got and on oh, we went. All right. Wow. But we do need to take a break. I went, one, I went one out, went way over telling that That's story. Okay. So, all right. No, it's, I, I, now I got to shorten everything. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. All right. This is the Blueberry Chicks, the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store on Robert's Moondog Show. It is true. You can get quality social media marketing, radio time, and video production in one place. Moondog Productions specializes in all three. Now is the time to increase your presence and keep yourself in the public eye. Through Rob Bird's Moondog Show, Moondog Productions offers radio advertising, social media marketing, and video production that will get you noticed. Call Moondog Productions at 269-872-3049 to find out how we can design a program that will fit your budget. Hey y'all, the documentary that's been taking Southwest Michigan by storm, House of David, Life Everlasting, is coming soon to a theater near you. I always wanted to say that. Public showings have already been scheduled throughout Southwest Michigan, the Grand Rapids area, South Bend, Indiana, and it's just getting started. It's played to sold out theaters and folks have even been turned away. So don't you miss your chance to see this amazing piece of Michigan history. Go to hodfilm.com for the current schedule and lots more. House of David, Life Everlasting. Show the blueberry chicks, the blueberry buzz by the blueberry store. Treat Hartman here in the studio, and now Chris Siriano. Good morning to you, Chris. Woo-hoo. 
Good morning. Good morning. And then uh, we've got uh, Shelly Hartman, of course, still here in the studio. Good morning to you once more. So, yes. all right. So it's our last segment it's a here. Good uh, yes, it is a good morning. So mm-hmm. it's our last segment here for uh, the Blueberry Chicks, and we really kind of weren't sure what we wanted to talk about, but uh, I kind of did. Oh, you, you do now. Something. All right, here we go. But I, I think I love you how know, it works. <laughs> Saturday, busy day for the Blueberry Festival. Yeah. I was thinking about maybe we should see what's going on today, and um, but. I say I, I didn't have my glasses. <laughs> on. I know I understand how that works. I say, check out the, get the app. Yeah, the app is That's amazing. Certain, yeah. Okay, let's just talk about the app. Yeah. The app is amazing because it can direct you to all of the daily events. You can even use it to set a timer. I know that they're going to be having transportation. They had transportation yesterday. They're going to have transportation today uh, at the senior center. You can pick up the transit bus. And uh, they will drop you off at various locations throughout the festival events. They're having the today. Today is going to be the. Uh, I don't want to say because okay. then people will say you said it was that. You night. said it was wrong. Yeah. So, the, so, so the best policy is to tell them nothing. Just go to the app. Get the app and or go yeah. on the on the web. On the web, yes, yeah. you can find everything there, and it's easy to find anything in the app store. I bet you, if you just start putting National Blueberry Festival, mm-hmm. that's you, where you, you would find it, it. Yeah. with Android or or Apple. Androids work that same way too. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know if they. I didn't know they worked. <laughs> Do they? You know, you guys got anybody uh, Androids out here? I have some friends that have them. Yeah, you kind of don't normally invite them to parties, do you? Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. It's different. <laughs> All right. So, well, we've uh, we did we talk crop report? Yeah. Well, you know, the crop. I would say we're probably about a little bit more than fifty percent done uh, the, with the season. Okay. So uh, we're on the downside now, and uh, the late they're starting. Probably their second harvest with the machine of the Jerseys and the Ruble in Southwest Michigan, Grand Junction, Covert area. Mm-hmm. And then um, they're handpicking the late season Elliots for us. And uh, it'll it'll wind up. It'll, okay. it, the, the last part seems to end a lot sooner than the first right. part. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Well, I'm going to yeah. put Chris on the spot here Uh-oh. because he's the pickiest eater I've ever met in my life. Okay. I mean, that's maybe the second pickiest. Okay. And do you like blueberries? I do not. So, okay, see, I was going you know, to try to ask him if he could think of a recipe with blueberries that he might like. But so. I will have to add most people that don't like blueberries is they've had a bad experience either with them, like working at, uh, as a kid in a blueberry <laughs> patch. That's, there you go. <laughs> that was me. I was forced out of the house as an eight-year-old kid to go oh. make blueberry money. So That's right. By the time I was old enough to pick, I didn't want to eat anymore. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, that's, that's, that's that is a story. one. Yeah. Yeah. Or the other one is, is that they've eaten a variety that really didn't mesh well with their complex right. uh, taste buds. Mm. And so, because there's different varieties. Like, like cilantro soap people? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be, yeah. But no, there's different varieties that have different you know, flavors and different reasons to use them. And, um, you know, a lot of well, times people... Different sizes of the same variety have different... Well, yep, that's You know, true. a lot of times. Mm-hmm, it is. So, you know, I just say keep uh, trying them until you find one that you like and... Okay. Well, that sounds like kind of like a, a pretty cool challenge is you get a bunch of varieties and you bring them all to Chris Siriano mm-hmm. yeah. and you I make like him try to see if you can actually <laughs> find one that he likes. Okay. That's you know what? Plan. We're going to do that next okay. year. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm in on that too, because I mean, I've, I'm, 
I'm okay with blueberries, but I've never been a big blueberry eater. And I'd like to learn more about blueberries because for the most part, I do like when I eat them. Well, next year, let's do a live show right from the field. There we go. And then we can do like a picking contest. You hear that, Paul Landecker? You're going to have to bring the the van out to the field to do a remote. He'd love it. It'd be so fun. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Yes. Well, maybe. There's a whole (laughs) lot of uh, work that goes into that because you got to have... Like this, we record it, and then I go in and I put the, the segments in between breaks. Yeah. That we have to time it and have breaks. And if I do go long, like I went 9.50 last uh, segment, this next segment, if I have to do a timing, I can only go seven. Right. You know, wow. so it, it's it's a little more fun. I used to do a lot of live TV in my day, and it certainly would be an interesting challenge to mm-hmm. uh, to really meet a format again. Because right now, if I go long, I can yank out some of my own commercials. That's why I put one of my commercials in every break. Right. I can yank you them got out. Flexibility. Or, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't have it when you're when you're doing a no, live but remote. We, we have a special place that we could. I mean, I got it all right here. It's all right here. Yeah. It'll be beautiful. Okay. Well, I'll take your word for it, and we'll uh, we'll <laughs> plan on that. And uh, thanks, Rob. Yeah. No, I yeah. think no, that's cool stuff. I, I'm certainly in it, uh, in to do something like we that. We did one. We did a, a live radio show there. Okay. Last year. Do you guys have any questions for one of the uh, big experts about the House of David sitting in the room? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I guess as I I wondered, you know, as this has been a kind of, to me, it looks like in what I'm hearing, a labor of love and passion along mixed with some education. So as you're going through it, just becomes part of your day-to-day thought processes. And is there anything that stood out to you, Chris, that you're like, I had no idea. <laughs> like 30 years worth of that. Yeah. 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 Wow. No, you know, it's uh, it's definitely mind-blowing, fascinating, mysterious. And uh, it's like at every corner there's something that I just go, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. You know, and like the guy that Rob just drove to Florida to interview you know, I didn't. I didn't realize his mom played for the House of David team, and you know, I've been yeah, studying for the ladies' team thirty some years. Wow. Yeah. So, um, huh. and his dad was a bus driver for the team too. Oh my! And, and, he, and he also filled in for. I think he said. I think the guy's name was Eddie Deal. Eddie Deal. Eddie Deal. He filled in for him so good. Eddie was a catcher and famous. famous yeah, catcher. and catchers longevity. I mean, you get nicked, you get hit yeah. with a ball. Yeah. There's it's it's probably the toughest position is physically on the field, other than maybe pitching. But you take a lot of more physical abuse as a catcher for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he would get hurt, this guy's father was there as the bus driver. He always dressed with the team, and he he'd jump in and take over. Yeah, yeah, it's wow. just mind blowing. Oh. It, it's fascinating, and and uh, look at how enthusiastic the audiences have been and the participation and the attendance. It, I mean, wow! Sold yeah. out, sold yes. out, sold out, sold out everywhere. That is it's, so yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's been amazing. It is, but we're going well, to have to. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you, yeah. thank you. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, well, we're going to have to contain our excitement for a minute because okay. this is the end of the show. We need to take a break. I have to kick out that eight hundred number again, which is eight seven seven six five four. Four two four zero zero. That's the Blueberry Store, ladies. You're awesome, gentlemen. Very thank good. You. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Right. Have a great day. Have fun at the Blueberry Festival. Oh yeah. All right. All right. We'll be back on Robert's Moon Dog Show. This was the Blueberry Chicks with the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store. Robert's Moon Dog Show. 
Hey y'all, the documentary that's been taken Southwest Michigan by storm, House of David, Life Everlasting, is coming soon to a theater near you. I always wanted to say that. Public showings have already been scheduled throughout Southwest Michigan, the Grand Rapids area, South Bend, Indiana, and it's just getting started. It's played to sold out theaters and folks have even been turned away. So don't you miss your chance to see this amazing piece of Michigan history. Go to hodfilm.com for the current schedule and lots more. House of David, Life Everlasting. It is true. You can get quality social media marketing, radio time, and video production in one place. Moondog Productions specializes in all three. Now is the time to increase your presence and keep yourself in the public eye. Through Rob Bird's Moondog Show, Moondog Productions offers radio advertising, social media marketing, and video production that will get you noticed. Call Moondog Productions at 269-872-3049 to find out how we can design a program that will fit your budget. We're back at Robert's Moondog Show. Mason Dixon here in the studio. Good morning, Mason. Good morning there, Rob Dog, uh-huh. and happy Blueberry Fest to everybody who's listening to us at the Blueberry Breakfast and all that other stuff. All right, you don't have something going on at the Blueberry Festival where you're... I, I, I'm i leaving. Right. I'm right. leaving town. Perfect. Chris Suriano, I mean, perfect. Yes, it's good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good morning to you, Chris, still in the studio. Good morning. Good yes. to be here. Yes, and we have a mystery voice, so we're going to call her Don at the moment. Uh, good morning to you, Don. Good morning. Oh, I like that mystery yeah, that's voice. Nice. That's that's yeah. sweet. She got a good radio voice. Maybe right maybe off. we'll maybe we'll uh, say who that was a little bit later in the show. We'll see. We'll find out. I don't think it was Laura Russin. That's no, all I know. It was not. And on the uh, phone, we have uh, my neighbor. I can right where I'm sitting. I can see through the glass into his business. We got Ryan Moore on the phone from Moore Family Pharmacy. Good morning to you, Ryan. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for having me on. Oh, absolutely. Well, I, you know, I guess uh, this is normally we'd be talking to somebody from the senior services of Van Buren County, but uh, you're right here in the new building, right here by my office, and you have doors that open, and you have them open during the uh, day when the senior services open. So it, you're certainly connected and part of the senior services. How has it been? Uh, and you have a new remodel also going on. So how's it been so far? It's been great. Uh, the new remodel is working out really well for us. Uh, for those of you that haven't stopped in to see it, you should. We've got a new mural uh, that was painted and is hung. That happened just last week here. It's uh, a scene of the South Haven Beach. It's pretty pretty amazing. Uh, Kayla Wazinski did that for us, and we're really excited about that. Uh, we're also excited to be a, just be a part of the Senior Services Center in general. Uh, it's such a beautiful place for f- folks to go and we're intending to help out with flu clinics and do some education over there and be a part of that community. We just love it. Very, very good. So, Mesa, do you have a question for Ryan? I got so many questions. Like, for once, uh, you was uh, in a shutdown building for years, and that must have taken uh, some insight and everything to know that this was going to be the hottest place in town when it was like a big, desolate, old, empty parking lot. Yeah, it was four years uh, we were there with the with a, the building closed, and we tried to do our best to spruce it up, but uh, it didn't work so hot. Uh, and, we mostly were drive through for that period of time, but uh, yeah. we had some angling that this might happen, and uh, we were just hoping that that it would come through, and it sure did. And and boy, we couldn't be happier to be a part of it. And uh, boy, we really owe Diane and her whole crew. Uh, a thousand thank yous for making this thing happen. Well, it certainly is a good fit for seniors to be able to come uh, to the pharmacy really easy. But did you guys uh, over that time and even now, now that the place has been remodeled, have you heard the ghosts? 
<laughs> the ghosts, yeah, they, they show up about 6 o'clock at night. Uh, they, they're in the ceiling, and they throw boxes around. <laughs> and you can hear them throwing boxes around uh, till about 7 o'clock when we close. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> have well, you heard them too? Well, uh, you know, I don't know if I've heard the boxes, but I, I have heard. I'm sitting here because when I first got in here, I had all of my instruments in here. And I'm sitting here working, and I hear behind me, it goes, ting. Somebody tinged one of my guitars, and it wasn't a mouse or nothing. Or a I mean, fly. Or a fly with something, but I'm like, I turn around, I'm like, are you kidding me? Okay, you totally got to tell me this. How, how did ghosts appear in this building? Well, They can go through walls, yeah, Dawn. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. No, 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 no. Like, obviously, if there's a ghost, somebody must have died. I do believe someone died in here, and I don't know the story of that, but I do believe, I mean, over those years, someone had to have, right? Probably at the meat counter, probably one of them meat-cutting uh, things <laughs> gone bad. <laughs> hey, I want to uh, tell you, Ryan, that I think you just got one of the most uh, clever slogans there. I hear your uh, commercials on the radio. You know, it's more than just a name. It's whatever you say. It's well, whatever you it is. more. Yeah. yeah, it's so yeah. clever. And, and Paul can really deliver it, can he? He can. He's, yeah, he he's can. A, Boy, sure he can, yep. That, yep, that's uh, more is not just our name. It's what you should expect. Yeah, you know, we do commercials here too if you want to be an advertiser <laughs> on Robert's Moondog show. You know, we could, we I could, talk. I could say that. Yeah, you know, I, right. maybe we'll have Don say that in a second. You do voice. it real could, quick. Let me, see, let me hear your no, rendition. More family pharmacy. We're more than, I forget the We're line. more than you'll ever know. Yeah. How about right. a sexy voice like Don can be your, your new spokesmodel? <laughs> She'd do a better fam- job than me, I'm sure. Let's see. <laughs> More family pharmacy where I can give you more. Oh, no, 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 no. you have them old fellers if senior service and knocking down the door. You don't get lined up. You will, you will not be short of business at all. <laughs> Chris, do you have anything to add to that? I'm kind of speechless. All right, well, all right, you, you stay quiet over there. All right, well, so, you know, so I guess when I looked at it, things are, have been going pretty well. And I guess, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about, because you did a remodel too, and you've got pretty much a whole new store, a walk-in store. We do. Yeah, we have a walk-in entrance now from the parking lot. You know, you used to have to walk in through the grocery store, but now you can walk in right from the parking lot. And we've got, uh, as you walk in, there's a, a chair there, a lift chair for people to sit in so they're nice and comfortable and they can get in and out of it. Uh, that was donated by Country House, so we can help people uh, relax there while they're waiting for the prescriptions, although they don't wait very long with us. Usually 15 minutes, you're out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's some antique pharmacy items in there that people can take a look at. And we've got a full over-the-counter section now aimed at the senior community. So anything that seniors would need medication-wise over-the-counter for flu or cough or cold or uh, your stomach or anything like that, we've got everything you would need along with vitamins and suntan lotions. And How how, how about Icy Hot and Ace Bandages for the... the, uh Pickleball Pickleballers, players, yeah. yeah. Yep, we've got that. As a matter of fact, we even sell pickleball equipment now. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, there, he's a smart sure businessman. How about that? <laughs> right. For sure. And then we've got all of the, uh, you know, reachers and grabbers and help you get your socks on and anything for the bathroom that seniors might need. We've got all that stuff. Seniors. In I'm sorry. I would have been looking yeah. at those for about five years now. I'm like, those are kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> I seen I someone do that. He, he had a long shoehorn that was about three foot long that he just, I'm like, wow, that, no, that's nice. <laughs> no, yeah, we've no got better. those in stock. <laughs> nice. All right. So it sounds like it's all there. And I think you guys had uh, some juices and some, did you have like some uh, little grocery items in there too or anything? 
Yeah, right now it's real minor, basically just cliff bars and those things for people that are playing pickleball or walking the track. Okay. Um, what is pickleball? We, I know, I'm, I'm lost. It's like, it's like miniature tennis, kind of. That's the most abbreviated I can tell you. It's like miniature tennis. Yeah, with a hard ball and a hard paddle. And a hard ball, hard and a, yes. Ball. Yeah, you know, a hard paddle. Ooh. <laughs> it's the paddle that's well, first nice. I thought about the hard ball, and yeah. now I'm really thinking about that hard you, paddle. You ain't Ooh. old enough to be playing pickleball yet. That's for seniors, I want to play pickleball. It? It's, it's the hard paddle. That's the fun part. You guys got to stop while we're while we're having a uh, grown-up conversation with uh, with, with, like with Ryan This is Moore. fun. It, it, it this is. should get our ratings up there. Right yeah, now. my ratings. I lost all my sponsors on the first show. <laughs> well, Ryan, uh, we do have to uh, take a break here, and I I think we had a great time talking to you for sure. Absolutely. Thanks again for having me on. It was great, great to be here. All right. Ryan Moore from Moore Family Pharmacies. And that's not just the name. They give you more. Did I get that? I'm somewhat close. It's not just our name. It's what you should expect. More. Ooh, there you go. Cool. All right. Nice. So clear. <laughs> Thank you, sir. We'll be back on Thank Robert's Moondog Show in just a second. Hi, Nicole Galata here with Galata Imagery, your South Haven local photographer. Specializing in family and wedding photography, I also photograph engagement, maternity, seniors, and so much more. Find me on Facebook and Instagram or on my website at galataimagery.com. Hey y'all, it's the weekend and I can't think of a better way to spend it than having a big old barbecue. But who has time for all that prepping, cooking, and cleaning? Not me. That's why I go out to Mama's TJM Barbecue. That stands for Tender Juicy Meat. They're at 68099 Pounding Road 388 on the southwest corner of 68th and Phoenix, right next to the Fun Park. Check out their Facebook page, Mama's TJM BBQ, or give them a call at 269-252-1464. From single meals to catered events, Mama's Barbecue. Go get yourself some. So meticulous, it's ridiculous. Are you planning a painting project and don't know who to call? Decorator's Choice Painting Company is one of the most highly referred services along the lakeshore. Serving this area for over 20 years, we look forward to providing professional services for you. Call us today at 269-270-5785 or email us at decoratorschoicesh at gmail.com. Take a look at our work at decoratorschoicesh.com. So meticulous, it's ridiculous. We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. Well, that was certainly an interesting conversation with uh, Ryan Moore, but Mason Dixon here in the studio. Don is still here in the studio, the unknown Don at the moment. And Chris Siriano is here to uh, talk about... I, I've just totally lost my train of thought. I don't know what I want to talk about for this segment. We can talk about pickleball. We let's not talk about pickleball. <laughs> oh, it's it's miniature about, tennis kind how of. How about Blueberry Fest? Since we got all them people listening, we to talked us. about Blueberry Fest in the first half hour of the show. So uh, hopefully they get out there, get the app, find out the things that are happening, go check out some of the music tonight uh, on the main stage, and all the other great things that are happening all day. Because you got plenty of time if you're hearing us right now. And is it going on on Sunday too? I think they have some stuff going on Sunday. It uh, kind of winds down on Sunday. I think they have like the the Sandcastle competition on Sunday. Yeah, on the North Beach. Somebody At built least it a Sandcastle. Yeah, they have. Did you ever do that when you was growing up? No, but when I did the 49th Blueberry Festival and I made the little documentary on it, uh, I did go to that and cover that. It was kind of fun. Lots of fun. Cool. Yeah, so have fun. Get the app and check out the Blueberry Festival. We have a website, don't we? Yep, it's moondogshow.com. 
All right. Anything else about it? We got to get updated pictures because Laura, she hasn't been coming around much no more. And, yeah. Uh, you have her listed as a co-host. Yeah. And stuff. Well, my whole plan to, to do new pictures was to do stuff when I had the blueberry chicks ready to go. But it's they're been, busy. It's blueberry yeah, season. Yeah. So I've got to wait till that's all said and done. But yeah. So. Hey, I hear I'm you got a yet. new CD. Is it out yet? It's yeah. Yesterday. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Elastic oh. Wasteland. Mm-hmm. Do we get to hear a little clip? No, we, we previewed it last week. So go to moondogshow.com and listen to last week's show. Sure. You know, I didn't uh, preview one of the songs with my buddy Scott Thaler. Scott T, we call him. Oh, he's that feller shows up at karaoke. Yeah, he hasn't shown up the last few weeks. I think he's been working extra hard. Well, he has a whole excavating business mm-hmm. now, don't he? Mm-hmm. He's working his, his fingers to the bone, I think. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So what, uh, do you want to hear? Uh, well, no, we, we got to go on. We you anything else you want to talk about? How'd karaoke go yesterday? When was yesterday? Friday uh, night. You do karaoke on Friday night? Not anymore. I don't do it on Friday anymore. I do it on Wednesday nights. Oh, how'd it go yeah. on Wednesday night? Oh, it, you know, where it was a little bit short than uh, the week before. The week before was probably the best one we did. Packed all night. It wasn't quite as many because... Uh, well, we already talked about it a little bit earlier on the show about that. Uh, I wasn't listening, was you? No. I'm no, sorry. You weren't, you, were, you weren't listening on your too way here. Early. It's too early. Mm-hmm. Getting up at the butt crack of dawn to get here. Yeah. <laughs> well, all of the uh, tourists, pretty much, not all the tourists, but tourists with kids go home right now. You know, I noticed Chicago's there's home. hardly any cars out there Illinois started the no- school this week. On the north side of South Haven, I drove down that road and sometimes you could go and and play that that uh, license plate game and see how many different license plates you see yeah. from all the different states. Now there's just like Michigan. Yeah. That's the only one you okay. say. Well, I will say this. Uh, this last weekend, talked about this on the Blueberry uh, Chicks also, but this last weekend, went to Florida, left uh, Saturday morning, turned around, and I uh, came back and got back Monday afternoon. I think we were in Florida for six hours total. What? Who went to Florida? Myself and Louie, because we were shooting another interview with a guy by the name of Chet Bush, who was born at the House of David in 1935, and he left in 1954 wow. to go into the Air Force. Actually, he was uh, drafted uh, into the Army, and then he said, well, I excuse me. Screw that. Pretty much was I'm gonna enlist. So he enlisted in the Air Force. Wait, don't they well, cut your hair when you go in the army? Well, I'm sure they do. But he was born there. He wasn't a member. Oh, hey, hey, Chris. Do they do like the Amish where you get your chance to like sow your wild oats? You know, they get to go take a train to the big city and and go see if they want to become uh, stay a member of the Amish or if they want to come back or not. Yeah. No, no. So House of David didn't let them do that. No, no. They either were in or out. <clears throat> okay, so this feller, he said he was born there. Wasn't that me? Wait, he his, wasn't it, supposed to be born there. His, his, his celibacy. Right. His, his, uh, happened. I think his aunt uh, was a member, and his father lost his job, and they, they called the House of David, and they said, sure, come on, work. So he came in there and worked. And this uh, Chet, he pretty much uh, gives uh, tribute to everything he knows how to do. He's got a tra- uh, contractor's license in, in Florida. And he goes, I, uh, everything that I learned how to do, I learned at the House of David. And he said everything he did there, if he showed any interest, they were like, come on, let me show you how this works. Mm-hmm. He operated the trains. He drove trains. And, yeah, he, he spent a lot. In his 19 years, he did a lot there. Wow. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even... And I said I, we talked about it a little earlier. I don't know if we're going to be able to get him to talk about it, but in his Air Force days, he mentioned it after I got done with the interview with him down in Florida. He uh, mentioned that uh, he worked at Roswell for a while. 
What's Roswell? Ooh, Roswell, UFO New Mexico. Yeah, with the Air yes. Force. And I, and I do believe that he worked in the Experimental Aircraft Division. And you didn't, like, pull out your... What is that, like, Area 51? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah you brought... Like yeah, that. yeah, that's I, I might have mentioned called. it, but he wouldn't say anything. He was eight, He's 87 and said, I have to kill you if I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. And he probably might have learned that at the house of David, too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I'll tell you this, man, for 87-year-old, this man looked good. And so did his wife. She's 82. Hey, they look great. Wouldn't that be interesting? Maybe he's the real uh, seventh min- seventh savior, whatever is supposed well, to be You never know. Called. I think Shia LaBeouf is, actually. And, and, and he the, may never die. Everlasting life. Do, do you want me to tell you why? <laughs> I say Shia LaBeouf. You know she, the actor no, Shia LaBeouf? No, who is that? Well, I kind of had this idea for a, like a science fiction movie that's around the House of David. Oh. Because there's one shot in here where the camera's panning, and this guy goes, and he gets in the shot, and it looks exactly like Shia LaBeouf. So he's the one person of the House of David that got to get a, a, eternal life of the body and he's been doing movies and all this stuff. Because I swear, I mean, the guy looks just like him. It's right towards the end. I'm like, man, that looks exactly like him. Whoa. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hey, see, I like this idea doing sci-fi. Yeah, it's kind of a sci-fi movie. He, he's the one that got the eternal life on, on Earth. Only one person got they it. Said Benjamin right was wrong. Only one right, guy got right it. Right in your documentary, he said it might you might just have a few people who could fit in the closet. I remember that yeah, line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got about a minute and a half uh, left in this segment. And uh, I know, Don, would you like to ask Chris a question? Because you kind of don't really know much about the no, House of David. No, I don't. I don't know a lot about it. It's like kind of shrouded in a lot of secrecy. But I did hear Mason say something about celibacy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that, that clicked. Yeah, that, that perked me. So what, that what automatically is he counted about? you out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what does he mean by the celibacy and that you what were you, conceived with the house of David? You couldn't have sex. Yeah. That's what I know means. what celibacy oh, means. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so if they, they had babies, they was in trouble. And they did. They they actually had, you know, like chat. There was over 100 years. There were actually six children born there, which wasn't supposed to happen. But they had thousands of people that were participating in life. So, you know, it was just a little oops baby once in a while. Oh, okay. They, they believed in celibacy, and uh, so they didn't, they didn't think they could procreate. Yeah. No tobacco, no alcohol, no sex, and... No haircuts. No meat. So did you yourself grow up in that? Nope. No. Nope. I just love the story yeah. and have studied it for 30 plus But you're a child of it. No. I, I went there as a kid. Uh, yeah. He, there was an amusement park. Yeah, there was. But we, we have to take a break here. We gotta, when we come back, hopefully uh, we're going to be calling Chet and he's going to answer the phone when we come back on Robert's Boondog Show. It is true. You can get quality social media marketing, radio time, and video production in one place. Moondog Productions specializes in all three. Now is the time to increase your presence and keep yourself in the public eye. Through Robert's Moondog Show, Moondog Productions offers radio advertising, social media marketing, and video production that will get you noticed. Call Moondog Productions at 269-872-3049 to find out how we can design a program that will fit your budget. Hi, I'm Holly Lawson from Drawing Children Into Reading, also known as DCIR. We're an early childhood fine motor building resource that will enhance your child's visual ability to express and communicate in pictures and words. In the classroom, we start with proper pencil grip, develop a longer attention span, and kickstart a whole new world when your child learns to draw, write, and read in that order. 
To unleash the happiness and find out more about this groundbreaking program, visit DCIR.org. We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. Mason Dixon, Don, and Chris Seriano here in the studio. And uh, we've got uh, the man who we've been uh, talking about for a little while on the show and uh, lots of cool things about him. But uh, Chet Bush is on the phone, and uh, he lived at the House of David from 1935 to 1954 for 19 years. Good morning to you, Chet. Good morning. Good morning. Well, I guess, uh, you know, just to kind of start it off, you know, what was life like in those 19 years? I know you probably don't really remember much from, you know, three, four years old, but what was life like at the House of David? Oh, it was great, great. Uh, we were totally accepted at the House of David. Uh, uh, my my um, parents, my grandmother was uh, came to the House of David uh, back around 19, about the time that she, just be, just before Shiloh was built, actually, and uh, so I have uh, my my uh, grandmother was a member of the House of David. She she uh, went to a meeting one time up in Pennsylvania of one of the ministers that was coming through, and uh, they invited uh, her to come up to uh, the House of David, and uh, she did that, but she had to split the family. Uh, the, uh, my older sister and, and, uh, two, uh, of, of my uncles were of age and had jobs in Pennsylvania. So they stayed, stayed behind in Pennsylvania, but my, uh, uh, my mother and my, uh, four other aunts came to the house of David and, uh, and I was, uh, uh, I was born in, on the 80 acres uh, out on Britain Avenue in 1935. Oh. And uh, to my mother, Helen. Very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and you, uh, and I, over those years, you, uh, you know, one of the people that, uh, you know, not- most notable people that you talked about is that you spent a little time with Judge Dewhurst. Oh, yeah, yeah, Judge Dewhurst. My mother and father uh, was were divorced. And uh, Judge Dewarst handled all the legal aspects of that. Uh, so, uh, yes, I've been in his house, and I know his wife uh, and uh, Holly and uh, his uh, sons, Bob and Tom Dewarst. Uh, I've known them for, well, just ever since I can remember. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah, I know the Dewarst family. Yes, I do. Did, right, Chris? Yeah, did uh, Chet... Did, did your grandma talk much about Benjamin, knowing Benjamin and watching him? And and uh, you I know, you know she, my grandmother never mentioned that, that I that I can know of uh, of Benjamin. I heard my aunts talk about Benjamin because he was part of their life, but I he passed on before I was born, so I don't really know anything about him. Uh, I know that everyone there thought a lot of him because everyone had a picture of him in their in their apartment or wherever they you know wherever they lived. Right, but, right. So I I seen his pictures an awful lot, but I didn't, never did see him personally. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Is Benjamin the founder? Yes. Right. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
She yeah. hasn't seen the movie she yet. Hasn't I'm seen a the new movie. Hey. hey, Chet, I got a question. Did you have uh, many playmates growing up? Because I know there was no new babies being born, but I know you had an amusement park in your backyard, and then you also had uh, people who joined the the uh, organization as kids, probably. Well, uh, there was there were people that came back to the house of David, but we came back. My dad lost his uh, job in the. Uh, uh, 1930s uh, during the depression and so uh, he we were living in Pennsylvania at the t- or they were living in Pennsylvania at the time and my my mother called the house of David and asked my aunt Eunice if there was any work there because dad had the, his shop closed up that he was working at so uh, she said yes there was there was work and that uh, uh, yeah, and they, and they invited them to come on over to the house of David, and they would, you know, provide them with food and whatever they needed. And uh, there was plenty of work around there for my dad. My dad was a tool and die maker, so he, he worked uh, in the machine shop uh, for the most part. Yeah, and you also uh, spent a lot of time with the trains, didn't you? Yes, as a matter of fact, I drove the uh, the engines. I sure did. Did you drive the uh, the original 1908 engines as well as the ones in 48? Or I watched the new ones being built. Joe, Joe Nelson built the new ones yeah. at the round the machine shop at the Roundhouse. Wow, wow! Uh, they they were built there, and uh, I watched them going going together and being built and tested. And wow! All of that fascinating time. And and that was uh, oh you know you know one of the stories that you told me I thought it was, it was pretty uh, hilarious. You talked about playing a little prank on the uh, on the ladies at the uh, administration building. <laughs> yeah, my, we got this great idea that I want Halloween. We just go ahead and and soap their windows. And uh, but the problem is. Uh, we wrote our names on the windows, which was not too, it was a little bit revealing right away. So oh, we no. really caught the heck for that, I'll tell you. Oh, no. <laughs> did, uh, <clears throat> did any of the members I, ever? I decided then, I decided then a life of crime was not for me. So anyway, <laughs> I gave that up. Well, certainly not there because everybody's watching. <laughs> yeah, boy, they sure do. They had a lot of eyes on us to be sure we're staying out of trouble. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> did, yeah. uh, Chet, did any of the members ever uh, take you up to see Benjamin, or, or did they talk about that experience? No, uh, they didn't, but I knew that he was in the Diamond House Annex. They, I was told about him being, you know, there at Lang and, lying in state, I guess you might say. Right. Uh, and I've never, never... I kind of snuck by that area every time I'd go from the park up to the headquarters, and uh, I snuck by the that area because I I didn't want any ghosts or anything else to be with <laughs> me. So, I, right, I, and then I never had any intention of getting over there in the annex. I don't think I've ever been in the annex. Okay, okay. I've been in the regular regular part of the Diamond House, but not, not in the annex. Okay. Did um. 
did you partake at all in any anything baseball related or or anybody Ooh, in your family? The, what, what I'm going to have to do is take a break here. That's a perfect segue because that's what I want to talk about here in this next segment. But because this is a radio show, we have to take breaks and figure out what I've got to beep out. Um, Chet, will you uh, let uh, you be able to stay around for another segment here? Uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll hang on here for you. We don't really actually take the whole break. We'll be right back recording we here do. in about we 30 seconds. We have to seconds. pay our bills. We do. So we'll, we'll be right back on Robert's Moondog Show. All right. Make that sexy, Tom. Robert's Moondog Show. If you're looking for some fresh new music, check out the music of the Trussin' Bird Band. Find all their music wherever you do your streaming. You can also find them on iTunes if you would like to purchase it for your collection. Trussin' Bird Band's music is a gritty mix of rock, blues, pop, and a little bit of reggae and country in the mix. Check out TrussinBirdBand.com to see all their music videos and find out more about this amazing group of musicians. That's TrussinBirdBand.com. T-R-U-S-I-N-B-Y-R-D Band.com. So meticulous, it's ridiculous. Are you planning a painting project and don't know who to call? Decorator's Choice Painting Company is one of the most highly referred services along the lakeshore. Serving this area for over 20 years, we look forward to providing professional services for you. Call us today at 269-270-5785 or email us at decoratorschoicesh at gmail.com. Take a look at our work at decoratorschoicesh.com. So meticulous, it's ridiculous. We're back at Robert's Moondog Show. Mason Dixon, Don is here for a little while longer. And, <laughs> and Chris Seriano here in the studio. And uh, Chet Bush is still on the phone. And Chet, uh, you know, I've been kind of after talking to you about, uh, you know, the interview and talking a little about baseball down at your place. Um, I told Chris some, a few of these things, and he was like, wow, I didn't know that, didn't know that. But uh, you certainly do, or your family had a connection to baseball with your father, your mom. But let's start with your dad. Uh, what did your dad do with the baseball team? Well, he, he was basically the, uh, uh, the bus driver that drove the uh, away team around. And, uh, but he was also the backup catcher for Eddie Deal. And if Eddie got hit by a ball or nipped or ticked or, you know, they didn't have all the protection back in those days that they have now. And a lot of times the, the regular catcher would uh, get hit or hurt or had to be out of the game. And my dad was there. He was all suited up. He's ready to go. He, he loved baseball himself. And he would fill in for Eddie Deal uh, if that ever happened. Wow. So he did that several times. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, and your mother, she played on the ladies' team, which a lot of people didn't even know that they had a ladies' team. Yeah, they sure did. And, uh, yeah, they did had a ladies' team. It was it's kind of funny. I heard, heard always that the people did, I always thought that the, the male uh, players would sneak on the ladies' team because they had long, they had long hair, too. And, uh, <laughs> right. And the, it felt like they were being played by the regular House of David uh, male men's team. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's like <laughs> that foreshadowing for 60 years down the line. Right. Now, did did, uh, did your parents get to tour with the team? Was they traveling all over the United States? Uh, no, and that, that I know of. I don't recall my mother saying that she was ever away on a, on a thing. It, uh, this may have just be, you know, I... I came along a little later in the game, uh, but uh, 
I, this was when she was a young girl that she played on the team. I believe I, believe I gave you a picture of her. You did. You did. I have that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, this was in her younger years. Chris, you want to go a little deeper with a, a baseball question here? So your your dad drove, what did he drive, those big Studebaker buses back in the day? Was that what he was driving or, or Packards or do you know? I don't know exactly what kind of a tour bus it was okay. uh, that he drove, but I just don't know. What? I, I, was that before you were born, or is that during your lifetime that he that he drove? I think that's a, before I was. It was before I was born. Even, yeah. I think. Okay. And and I think that uh, we talked a little bit, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, you got to spend a little time with one of uh, Chris's favorite people, Lloyd Dolliger. Oh yeah, yeah. I know Lloyd real well. He was a uh, he was a good friend. He. Um, uh, he if he sees, if he could see us guys out playing in the, in the field there behind the roundhouse, he would pull up in his electric truck, get out of the truck, and come out and knock out flies to us. Uh, he, lo- he loved baseball, and anybody that ever played baseball, Lloyd was, Lloyd was there. He was quite a guy, and he'd go through his little routine for us every once in a while. Show you, you a little know, of the, the pepper ball. game. Up, the, yeah, little, up little one-man road, pepper. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Next thing you know, he'd kick the ball up from the ground. You don't know how it ever got down there, but you know, he was all just, just he was all arms and legs when he was doing the routine. <laughs> Super cool. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Don, do you do you have a question that you would like to ask? You've been so patient now over there. No, I'm just soaking it all in. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about House mm-hmm. of David, and I I'm just. We're gonna, we're gonna at least get it's you to mysterious. see that movie real soon. That will that will open up a lot of yeah, like, is knowledge it, for you. For I do sure. have a question because you know, call me, you know, but whatever. So, is this uh, is this a religion? Is yeah. this religious? Is it a religious based? Yes. Okay, and what religion is that? House of David. It it's was, its own. But it's mm-hmm. an Israelite faith, correct? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so well, check. You know. You know, I, I always figured it just a regular Christian religion because uh, we would have uh, on, on Christmas time they they would put on a pageant down in Bethlehem or Jerusalem rather, and uh, it would be all about the birth of the Jesus and so forth. So I always figured it was a, a, a Christianity that we're talking about here, not to, yeah. Not something else. Yep. Yep. That's what I try to teach everybody is that it was definitely Christian. Well, thank you for that. That that certainly is true, but I think in a lot of Christian organizations, celibacy isn't a part of it. Uh, Not being able to eat meat isn't a part of it. Uh, You know, they have other times when you can't eat meat. Um, I don't, you know, the Bible does say that not to be, to get drunk with wine for that's debauchery. <clears throat> Excuse me, but uh, it's. I think religion, especially you know nowadays, certainly isn't nearly as strict. Most religion, right? So is this is this uh, faith still ongoing today? There's only one person left at the Mary's City of David. The House of David folks have all passed. Yeah, but there's there's and it not hasn't th- been continued. There's not any place no. other in the world where the Israelite faith is being. Oh, I think there's little I, branches of it. So what, do you, what do you think, Chet? Well, uh, there there was an organization uh, in uh, Australia that I know of, and they, I think uh, one in England at one point in time, and I'm not sure what, what happened to those 
people, I think it was all one, uh, all one faith, but uh, they were split up around the world. Right. And uh, the only ones I have any experience with is the ones at the Benton Harbor. Uh, I know one time for sure they got to be Christians because uh, Wally Perrin and I, we were two young boys there at the House of David at that time. We sang Silent Night at one of the uh, shows. Everybody's expected to do something. And uh, Wally and I sang Silent Night. And I think that's pretty much a Christian song. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's certainly a mainstay. (laughs) Yeah, really. So I'm I'm pretty sure they were a Christian type. So, Chet, do you you recall uh, the power building where they generated all electricity while you were there? Oh yeah, sure. Power. I know where the powerhouse is at. Yeah, absolutely. Were you ever? My dad used to pull a. My dad used to pull a shift there. I I think at one point in time, he did a lot of things around there. He had, um, uh, I think it was, uh, uh, gosh, somebody. Anyway, there was a windmill outside of Shiloh there, and my dad helped take that windmill down. And I think uh, it was either Lloyd or. Or somebody that uh, helped him uh, to get the thing off the, top, the motor off the top and all that sort of stuff. Okay. But there was a windmill right outside uh, uh, Shiloh there in, in the little front side yard, not in the front, but in the, at the side. Yeah, yeah, we have photos of that at the museum. Right. Hey, Chet, excuse me, I'm confused. So, was you a member of this organization, or you was you weren't? I, I, because it sounds like you grew up with it, but uh, what, what happened there? No, I was never a member. I was never invited to be a member, and uh, uh, gosh, I don't know. I, I I just never thought I was going to be a member. Uh, never, you know, it entered, didn't enter my mind. Nobody was recruiting me or anything like that. So I, I just grew up there. I, I just know all the people there, but. Uh, no, I, I was never a member. Myself. Hey, I, I, we, we've got to take a break. I'm hoping that you'll stick around for one more segment with us, uh, but we do have to take a break here on Robert's Blue Dog Show. Hey, y'all, it's the weekend, and I can't think of a better way to spend it than having a big old barbecue. But who has time for all that prepping, cooking, and cleaning? Not me. That's why I go out to Mama's TJM Barbecue. That stands for Tender Juicy Meat. They're at 68099 County Road 388 on the southwest corner of 68th and Phoenix, right next to the Fun Park. Check out their Facebook page, Mama's TJM BBQ, or give them a call at 269-252-1464. From single meals to catered events, Mama's Barbecue. Go get yourself some. Hi, Nicole Galata here with Galata Imagery, your South Haven local photographer. Specializing in family and wedding photography, I also photograph engagement, maternity, seniors, and so much more. Find me on Facebook and Instagram or on my website at galataimagery.com. You're listening to Rob Bird's Moondog Show on WCSY-FM, South Haven. We're back on Rob Bird's Moondog Show. Mason Dixon, Don, and Chris Seriano here in... If you could hear the rustling going on, Don's trying to get some candy earlier, and 
and wow. couldn't couldn't wait till we were done in 30 seconds to get her I piece of know. candy. I didn't but, know it was so amplified. Yeah, so, all right. Ready? There's some good yeah, microphones yeah. in here. That problem. <laughs> she, need, she needed a red hot. <clears throat> all right. I like red hot. Yeah, we still have uh, Chet Bush on the phone, and we talked, uh, you know, last couple segments talking about the House of David, but uh, after, we, you know, we got done with our interview the other day, we started talking about your military service, which uh, was pretty long and distinguished, and, uh, you know, so I guess let's talk a little bit about that. So when you were 19, you were drafted into the Army, um, with, and then well, instead you decided to enlist into the Air Force, correct? That's, that's exactly right. I, uh, I uh, had no inclination of uh, gro- pounding the ground along with the Army boys, so I decided to join the Air Force, and uh, I did, and I became a, uh, I went to Jet Aircraft Mechanic School, and uh, became a jet aircraft mechanic on the old F-89 aircraft. And uh, I served uh, about four years in that position. And then I, uh, the uh, engineer that we worked with from uh, Northrop uh, talked us, several of us, into going to Northrop Institute after that, which I did. And I thought I wanted to be an aeronautical engineer. So I signed up for the... Uh, at Northrop Institute. I was there for about two years, and during that time, I I got California residency because the uh, school is in California. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, uh, I got out. I got uh, out of that, and then I I uh, was uh, back home in Benton Harbor, and a friend of mine said he was going to go into the aviation cadet program and become a navigator in the Air Force. I thought, boy, that sounds like fun. I'd, I'd be able to fly if I did that. So I uh, I went with him down to Los Angeles. I guess I was back out in California. I went to L.A. with him, and we both took the examinations to become uh, uh, officers in the Air Force. And uh, enter the cadet program for aviation cadets and uh, I uh, got through that and then got assignments all over the world after that mm-hmm. I'm, and, I'm, I'm really hey chat I'm really interested yeah. in one of those assignments for very much now didn't you tell me that uh, you spent some time at Roswell I sure did I spent uh, about two four years at Roswell and wasn't that with the experimental aircraft division? Well, we we did get involved in some uh, some pretty high tech aircraft, and uh, uh, some some of it was highly classified at the time. And uh, were you part we of the the, classifi- the highly classified stuff? It was it was highly classified at one time. It no longer is. I was on a a twenty five year silence program, but that's. That's wow! Seriously, that's because that's they're, they're still they're still calling it a weather balloon. <laughs> yeah, the SR seventy one is what I was involved in. A lot of people, a lot of people don't know much about the SR seventy one, but this other name was called a YF twelve. Uh, it was an airplane that could fly so fast it could shoot itself down if it shot it shot out a rocket. So. Uh, so they had to be very careful not to shoot themselves. It could down. it could and catch up with its own rocket. It was could be, could be flying at that almost the same speed. So. <laughs> wow. Anyway, they had to be careful when they launched one out. Wow, I guess so. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's that. That gives you that's a whole new uh, meaning. The word backfire, huh? <laughs> yeah, so, what a problem, huh? Yeah, so I totally don't shoot yourself down. I totally have to but ask anyway, you uh, that. I, Did you see any aliens? Oh, that's uh, I guess that would be the elf in the room. <laughs> you didn't see the <laughs> little the little gray man. Let's just say, like, what is no, it like I Area Fifty One and all of that? No, I didn't see any little green men, but oh. when our pilots took off, they, they had to suit up like they were in spacesuits. I'll say that. Wow. And, uh, they, uh, yeah, they had had pressurized suits and everything like that because of their uh, height that they could fly at. Uh, we used to kid the guys in U-2. We had a U-2 sister squadron out in New Mexico, and we used to kid those guys that we had the only airplane in the Air Force inventory that could take an aerial photograph of the U-2 at its maximum altitude. No. And that used to really get them angry when we would <laughs> yeah. do that. Well, they might want to get that plane that you were talking about back out now that we're uh, seeing these flying Twinkies that are really, the Tic Tacs that are incredibly fast that they can barely track. Have you seen any of that video? Uh, I... I I don't know the uh, sometimes they would pull little uh, stunts on the uh, aircraft controllers on the ground uh, because they would they would uh, talk to them and uh, uh, they they would kind of talk to them in a spooky voice and <laughs> and they would ask ask them what they're what they're doing there and then they would say uh, we're uh, we're just flying through your area. And they would have no other indication other than there was an object up there. But mm-hmm. it, was, it was our boys flying up around. Wouldn't six that be funny yeah. if all of this is just a big practical joke from the fellers in the military? <laughs> well, you are. Oh, I think practical jokes are everywhere. Yeah. Well, you guys, well, obviously, you guys were there and had to be very aware of what the reputation was for where you were working. Yes, huh? Yeah, we, we were aware of it. Uh, the funny thing about those airplanes we were working on, that they, they looked like it was raining underneath their wings when you were look at, looking at them in a hangar because they had to build them in such a way that uh, the uh, uh, fuel would kind of leak out of the seams and everything when they're sitting on the ground. And But the oh. aircraft would tighten all back up. Once you took, once they took off and got the air and got some wow. altitude. Right. Wow. So, wow. Well, I tell you what, Chet, we're running uh, to the end of our time here, but I certainly want to believe, and I know that they're out there for sure. I do believe. <laughs> yes, I do believe. So, Chet, you... I do too. Yes. I, oh! Uh, that's know. right. There's, there's no, there's no if way. If he's believing, that's right. then, hey, come on he, he's, now. He's been there. Yep. But there's no way in this vast universe that there's no way we're alone. So... Well, Chet, man, your uh, conversation uh, finishing up talking about Roswell was really, really cool. And, of course, all your experiences that you had at the House of David. So I want to thank you for sharing those with us. And maybe, maybe someday you'll do it again. Okay. Talk to you later. All right. Take care, Chet. Chet. Have a great day. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. We'll be back on Robert's Moondog Show. Hi, Tina Goodrich here with Jakeway Realtors, local to the South Haven community. I've been a full-time realtor for 16 years in Southwest Michigan. Let me put my years of knowledge to work for you. In today's market, you need a savvy realtor. Find me on Facebook or Instagram. 
or call me at 269-759-1076. Remember, when you think real estate, list with Tina. If you have branches hanging over your roof or weakened rotting trees near your home, then call UFC Tree Care. At UFC Tree Care, we specialize in preventing the devastating damage that can be caused to your home or property because the chances of that happening are greatly increased with winter weather. If you don't already have a tree service, call us for a free quote. Go to ufctreecare.com for contact information. We also offer residential and commercial snow plowing. And most important, don't forget to tell us that Moondog sent you. It is true. You can get quality social media marketing, radio time, and video production in one place. Moondog Productions specializes in all three. Now is the time to increase your presence and keep yourself in the public eye. Through Rob Bird's Moondog Show, Moondog Productions offers radio advertising, social media marketing, and video production that will get you noticed. Call Moondog Productions at 269-872-3049 to find out how we can design a program that will fit your budget. We're back on Robert Boondog Show. Mason Dixon, Don, and Chris Siriano still here in the studio. And uh, Tina Goodrich is over there in the green room uh, waiting for us uh, to do one more segment so we can Let's talk real talk estate. talk real estate with Tina Goodrich yes. coming up, folks. It should be coming up here at the top of the hour or kind of close to that. So, yeah, that was some interesting conversation. And uh, House of David, uh, the documentary that we've got going on, we're still looking at uh, other... Oh, you got to tell your dates when you're, when you're showing it. We do. Why can't we just say Who go to... Who you on a date with? No one. Why, no one. <laughs> I have no dates. Have I, you done the Notre I, Dame one I spend one my yet? time alone mostly. No, we, that was, we canceled that one. Oh, yes. sorry to bring that up on the air. Well, that's not, not really a, a big deal. Um, there was a snafu in the marketing and the advertising down there, and not, not enough tickets were sold, and, and it actually cost us money to put it there. So. And the cool thing is everybody that had booked seats there mm-hmm. have already booked to see it at the celebration yeah. which is weekend. really the cool thing which started yesterday august or wait what yeah august 12th which was yesterday yep. and for a whole week it's going to be playing at the uh celebration cinemas four times a day how many different ones seven straight days seven straight days four yeah. four times a day but right. no there's multiple celebration cinemas oh, right? Benton Benton Harbor. Benton Harbor. Harbor. Yes, Benton Harbor. Okay. oh it's in the Benton yeah. Harbor one and and not yeah. that not that I know that this is 100% true but I do believe that in the month of July even with all the other movies they had there I think we were the top seller at I, I don't know if it's true, Chris. Uh, am I am I right? Yes, yeah, Celebration Cinema said there we were number one box office. Ben Harbor for over, the for July. Su- over out, Super out, Pets out, and, so and Elvis and Elvis. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. No Congratulations, way. boys. Yeah. Yeah. Brought us back for a solid week. Solid week. Hey, mm-hmm. if you ever wanna, uh, if we're ever that hard up for a guest, I know of uh, somebody who who uh, designed the logo for Celebration Cinema. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. we can interview him. Okay. Sure. Cool. (laughs) Sorry, Tim. I don't think it went over real good, but I'll I'll keep pushing for you. It's not as impressive as you think. Sorry, Tim. The new logo? Well, it's just like a C. It's just a C. No, the one with the fireworks going off. It must be the old logo. Oh, that's the older logo. I think they came up with a new logo now. Oh, sorry, Tim. They they replaced (laughs) it. It You had a good run there. You did. You was in neon and everything. You had a beautiful logo, and now it's just a C with a box. (laughs) (laughs) Way to put them out there. But they kind of cockeyed it a little bit, and so it's not straight. Hey, in case you uh, don't listen to the commercials, if you go to hodfilm.com, you can read all of 
about what wins the next showings. When the showings, yeah, everything you want that you could possibly find there. Is it H O D F I L M or H I F I L M S? I don't know. Just one, just singular because we only have one film. Yeah, I might have to buy H O D films after we get another one done. Because you could have done a whole documentary on that feller Chet. Well, we we did a pretty. We got about an hour and twenty minutes of an interview with him. So there's got a lot. A lot of the stuff we just talked about will be part of future documentaries. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Awesome. Yeah. So Chris, uh, what do you what do you think about uh, the the success that uh, this has had so far? It's absolutely mind blowing. It um, it's shocking. It's um, it's as gratifying as you can get. Um, when you try to create something and throw it out there, you don't know if it's going to stick to the wall. And this was explosion, sold out shows everywhere for the whole entire month of July. So, you know, now, now it's, it's, um, it's, <laughs> there's a shock at every turn, Rob, because, you know, we're getting invited to gigantic film festivals. Oh, congratulations. You're going to do that Cannes one in France? No, probably not. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so. Sundance? Well, and depends it, on yeah. if it's in America. I won't leave our borders right now. Right. And these big directors are, are emailing and calling saying they're hearing amazing things about the movie. Wow, oh. that is so cool. Well, you yeah. know, it piques a lot of interest because somebody like me, I don't I don't know a lot about it. Right. But I want to see it. I want to see it really bad because it's so it's so so much mystery. It far exceeded my expectations because of this crazy workaholic that we're sitting next to. That would be Rob Bird, the crazy workaholic. I'm not a workaholic. I could do a lot more. (laughs) I really could. He just needs more money. (laughs) That's right. That's called motivation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, for sure. Well, we've got about three minutes left in our segment here. Is there anything you guys want to ask Chris? I was at Michigan International Speedway last weekend. Why don't you ask me about that? I got to go over the wall in the pits. It was all sorts of good stuff. I got hit by a semi-truck on the freeway. But, what? Uh, yeah, Let's on, talk about you that. You want to talk about that? Yeah. When? When you went to Florida? Yeah. Uh-huh. Your yeah. car looks fine. How's it, Louie? He, he, he's okay. He got thrown out of the car, and uh, he, <laughs> he did third not. Degree, Stop third lying. degree burns, <laughs> and he's in a lot of road rash, but he's okay. No, I, it's, uh, we talked about this in the first half hour because the girls asked me about blueberry chicks. No. Sorry. Um, we got into, well, we went down there, I drove down there, and then we got there Saturday or Sunday morning, did the interview, and we're out of Florida, out of Crestview, where he lives. We were about 3 o'clock or so, and put about seven hours in and got just outside of Tennessee into Kentucky. And as I watched these hotels go by, I'm like, man, I, really, I should have stopped there. You fell asleep at the wheel? No. I saw the hotels go by, <laughs> Wait, and I, said, I should have stopped. There's about 10.30 at night. 10.30 at night, And okay. lo and behold... No more than 30 seconds later, stand still. Probably about a, with a half hour, we never moved at all. Cars going by, or cop cars going by on the sides. And we never seen the flatbed truck, but we go back through and there's a car in a flatbed. And when did he come through? But, uh, I mean, it was we stood still for so long that I just I put the seat back and I was trying to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we moved. And at one point, we were there about a half hour. The, some traffic moved forward about 50 feet or so. I moved forward about 50 feet and just dropped it in a neutral while we were sitting there. And I'm kind of laying back <laughs> looking at this truck, and he's, on this headlights, he's getting bigger and bigger. And I'm, what, the, what the hell is he doing? Boom. You was rolling backwards. Wow. No, I wasn't rolling backwards. He hit me. I was moving. I wasn't moving backwards. No. I was, you I said was, you was in neutral. I was in neutral. Well, I was not an incline. You fell asleep. 
No, I just moved. <laughs> I just moved forward fifty feet. I didn't say I fell asleep. I said I tried to. Um, was that when you quit texting me? <laughs> yes, that was it. That was that was the night before. Um, yes, uh, that was Friday. That was Saturday night. No, um, and I had it in neutral, and we weren't moving any. But he hit me, and I jump out of the car. I'm like, "What the hell are you doing?" And he gets out of his car and said Wait, something he's that in I, a car or a, or he's truck. a semi-truck. Okay. Like, how fast was he going when he hit you? I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't driving his truck, so I couldn't Well, tell. how hard did it hit? Well, I don't know. But it hard enough to move me forward, and I had to hit the brakes, so I didn't hit the guy in front of me. But the nice thing was is because I was in neutral, when he hit me, there was a buffer. If, otherwise, if I'd have been in park, he would have damaged my car. I get out, and I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And he says something in Spanish to me or with an accent. I couldn't understand what he was saying. And I look at my bumper, and he didn't even disturb the dirt on the bumper. Wow. But it hit me. I mean, it, it moved me forward about five feet from Maybe him Maybe he me. dreamed it. He fell asleep and dreamed that <laughs> no, he got hit that by was, a that was not a truck. No, that was not a dream. But we do have to take a break. When we come back, it's going to be Let's Talk Real Estate Time with Tina Goodrich on Robert's Moondog Show. Hey there, it's Scott from Country House Furniture here. We are having a banner year and our store has been restocked and everything is on sale and specially marked for you, our great customers. Sofas, love seats, recliners, washers, dryers, ranges, refrigerators, mattress sets by Tempur-Pedic, Therapeutic, and Sealy, all at unbelievable savings. Stop by a Country House Furniture today at 08337 M140 Highway, right next to the new Senior Center in South Haven. And as always, we finance. Hope to see you soon. Hi, Nicole Galata here with Galata Imagery, your South Haven local photographer. Specializing in family and wedding photography, I also photograph engagement, maternity, seniors, and so much more. Find me on Facebook and Instagram or on my website at galataimagery.com. Hi, Tina Goodrich here with Jakeway Realtors, local to the South Haven community. I've been a full-time realtor for 16 years in Southwest Michigan. Let me put my years of knowledge to work for you. In today's market, you need a savvy realtor. Find me on Facebook or Instagram, or call me at 269-759-1076. Remember, when you think real estate, list with Tina. Let's talk real estate with Tina Goodrich. We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. Let's talk real estate time with Tina Goodrich, Mason Dixon, and Don. And Tina Goodrich is here now in the studio to talk about addendums, which is, it's, uh-oh, someone shut my door to the, uh... Open the door, quick. And the ghost Open is making noises. Just crack Open that door. Ooh. Yes. Not this, that much. Yeah, this South Haven building has some suction in here. When one of these doors gets shut, it starts sucking air through the whole building. That's good. Yep, we're good right Perfect. there. Yep. All right, so where were we? Anyways, Addendum yeah, we were going to talk Addendums. about addendums. Which is changes which is, to a contract, typically, is yeah, it not? Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I don't know if we have uh, if we have talked about them. It's been, um, I don't think you we know, have. it's been a while. I think we have. Anyway, so, you yeah, our topic mm-hmm. would okay. be addendums and when they come into play. Um, addendums, you know, when you're under contract and you're going right along, going to the closing table and you've done all your inspections and those look good, sometimes you can get an addendum thrown at you from the realtor that says your client has agreed that they have passed all inspections. So okay. what does that mean? That means that now your your uh, your earnest money deposit is on the line. So when you accept that term and the addendum, then uh, your earnest deposit money goes up. And if you maybe back out of the deal after that, you could lose your deposit. 
or let's say you're under contract and you've done all your inspections, you pass that and you're rolling right along and, and then the, the seller, you know, comes up with that, uh, they may need more time or that, um, things have changed for them. So they wanted an, an addendum. So addendums come out after you're under contract to update them and change the game. And so sometimes a a buyer may not agree to that addendum and, and past your inspections, you've already done all that. And, and then you got some addendums coming at you. So those addendums are to address uh, for the seller and for the buyer. And and those can come up uh, again at any time during the contract and we always talked about it's not a done deal until you get to the closing yeah. table. Now, a change in price wouldn't be an addendum, right? So if you oh, sure. You, so you can negotiate after the fact? Sure. If, uh, I, don't the, like, I don't like people that no, do that, by the way. No, and it doesn't happen very often. But, yeah, sure, it could come up. There could be a reason why the seller, you know, has changed their mind or that the buyer wants something addressed. And instead of you doing that verbal, you know, going and calling your client, or going back and forth, you have to put it in writing. So you address that with an addendum. And those are, you know, again, uh, comes in between the contract after you've already signed. And it could, you know, it's a game changer. It sure could. I mean, really, at that point, uh, an addendum doesn't become an addendum until both people agree, right? Yeah, both parties have to sign. So if you can't get it resolved, uh, maybe one party may not agree to that addendum. Um, you know, you just got to try to work it out. Yeah. There's a lot of hiccups and, that and could either the person making up. the addendum says, "Okay, we won't go through with it," or that's a deal breaker. Yeah, it could, you know, end up being a deal breaker uh, if it's not uh, addressed and both parties have signed. And that's, you know, so important um, when you're in a deal and you're trying to keep the deal together, you know, that you've got to put it in writing and get both parties to sign it, and then you have that executed addendum you know that goes along okay. with the contract have you ever lost a contract because of uh, an addendum that uh, one sure. of the parties would not oh yeah allow? yeah the you know a, a seller and a buyer both can change their mind right up to the closing date i mean i've never had it happen to me but um i've had you know stories where you know the buyer had buyer's remorse and decided that they didn't want to buy and, and, you know, you can, you can be, you know, you can God, I have, that have legal day. action brought <laughs> against you. You know, it can happen. Most of the time the deal just falls apart. Um, but, um, you know, yeah. And a seller too, he, you know, they both could have some reason why they'd change their mind yeah. and not even show up at sure. the closing table. So do they lose their deposit if that kind of stuff happens? Well, yeah, that's your earnest money is definitely up for grabs when uh, a deal falls apart. You know, if it's a buyer that's, you know, um, having buyer's remorse and he's got an earnest money deposit, generally they will lose that earnest money deposit. Um, But again, even when you have that happen, you have to have uh, a mutual release signed by both parties agreeing that that earnest deposit money does go back, you know, to the to the seller or uh, depends on, you know, who earns it. You know, a seller could, like I said, could not show up at the closing table just because they've changed their mind on why they don't want to sell. 
Mason, you it got doesn't a, happen. You got a, a earnest question or a addendum question? Yeah, because I, I notice a pattern on Let's Talk Real Estate. When Miss Tina comes up with a topic, it's usually from a real life situation that sure. happened to you recently. So, uh, what well, did you get thrown at you, Miss Tina? No, I just thought you know addendums come up all the time, you know, um, and I didn't think we had addressed that. You know, it, it is a game changer. It doesn't mean you know some people think that just because they signed on the dotted line and things are rolling, we got to go with that. Uh, addendum does change things, and and I think that the the buyers need to know that, and you know, and it's good for the sellers too that uh, addendums can you know change right. the game before you get to the closing and table. Do lawyers get involved at this point, or is it all on your shoulders? No, we generally um, uh, we have a legal department with Jagway, which is great. We generally, if we have some legal questions that uh, we need answered, you know, we would you know, go to them and ask their advice on what to do and how to proceed. Um, yeah, sure. Everybody's got an attorney today. Yeah. And if they don't, we, you know, we have them to, you know, to, to give to the buyer or to the seller. What if they tell your attorney, you can't look at the paperwork? Um, I'm sorry. That was, sorry. That was a political question. Um, yeah, it has, it has to do with a raid in, in Florida. Sorry about that. Okay. We got about Ooh, another minute. That threw me off in the left field there. <laughs> He what happened to you? Way too much yeah, TV. Well, I, think, I, I, think, I didn't get raided. He got ran over right. by a semi. We had a, we had a past president that got raided. So here why a couple did days you really ago. get bumped in the back? Yeah, it hit my head pretty hard. All right. Okay. Now, uh, Anyways, yeah, yeah. yeah, we got about thirty seconds left of this segment here. So yeah, the addendums. You know, again, it's just is something that comes into play along with, you know, the other contracts. And you know, it, again, it could be a game changer until you. Uh, get to the closing table. But when you do have uh, changes, you want to put them in writing and address the the seller or the buyer yeah. so that, you know, both parties are signed. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we do need, do need to take a break. A little tongue twisted there for just a second. You want me to say uh, we'll be back uh, with, uh, yeah, go ahead. with Let's Talk Real Estate with Tina Goodrich right after these messages. On Robert's Moondog Show. Yeah, I forgot that part. Sorry. If you have branches hanging over your roof or weakened rotting trees near your home, then call UFC Tree Care. At UFC Tree Care, we specialize in preventing the devastating damage that can be caused to your home or property because the chances of that happening are greatly increased with winter weather. If you don't already have a tree service, call us for a free quote. Go to ufctreecare.com for contact information. We also offer residential and commercial snow plowing. And most important, don't forget to tell us that Moondog sent you. It is true. You can get quality social media marketing, radio time, and video production in one place. Moondog Productions specializes in all three. Now is the time to increase your presence and keep yourself in the public eye. Through Robert's Moondog Show, Moondog Productions offers radio advertising, social media marketing, and video production that will get you noticed. Call Moondog Productions at 269-872-3049 to find out how we can design a program that will fit your budget. Hey, y'all, the documentary that's been taking Southwest Michigan by storm, House of David, Life Everlasting, is coming soon to a theater near you. I always wanted to say that. Public showings have already been scheduled throughout Southwest Michigan, the Grand Rapids area, South Bend, Indiana, and it's just getting started. It's played to sold-out theaters, and folks have even been turned away. So don't you miss your chance to see this amazing piece of Michigan history. Go to hodfilm.com for the current schedule and lots more. House of David, Life Everlasting. Let's go. 
Time with Tina Goodrich. It's our second segment, and we've got the addendum talk out of the way. So now it's time to talk about some properties that are out there. Uh, Mason Dixon, Don here in the studio, and of course the one and only Tina Goodrich. Uh, Mason, I'm gonna let you kick it off. You, you go right well, after a question for I, there. Her. Might be a lot of uh, tourists who up here for Blueberry Festival, and uh, they might be wanting to uh, say, "What a cute little town this is. We should buy some property right. here." So and that's, uh, that does happen a lot, Mason. I mean, people come here and discover South Haven yep. for the first time and, and force one more local out <laughs> and they they want to you know they want to invest into this beautiful area and it it usually generally falls from Sagatuck you know all the way to St. Joe you know so sure. this area any any buyer would be happy with anything in th- any three of those towns or yeah. in that area um, and that would be, you know, the countryside between uh, St. Joe and South Haven and the countryside. It's very popular, which is Casco Township, um, between South Haven and Sagatuck. Anything that comes up on the market in that area, you know, usually get that three to four buyers uh, on that on that home in the farms again we don't have a lot of those uh listed now i have seen a couple more houses coming out on the market which is pretty exciting we're seeing that you know two three you know in three to four market uh coming out which is pretty exciting but You're talking about hundreds of thousands yeah of dollars, yeah 200, the 200 to, to 300 again is that special financing area where um the uh, fha and rd and those guys fall into um, but, you know, there's some great terms coming out. I heard for VA, for any of our veterans, uh, military active duty that is looking to invest. Uh, there's some great new plans out there. I was told by uh, Julie Vickery. She's my uh, mortgage lender uh, with Summit Mortgage. Uh, we do have some affiliations with Jakeway. So when we go to work with our title companies, either Chicago Title or Van Buren Title does our title work. And, of course, we can recommend some attorneys that definitely, you know, work in that real estate. You know, when you're dealing with real estate, sometimes you do need an attorney's advice. Right. And you want an attorney who works with real estate. So, you know. Do you know, know any good ones? I do. I work close hands with Andrew Barnes. He's here in South Haven, and he does a lot of work with, uh, with uh, trust, uh, real estate. And, you know, if you've had to be a executor of an estate and sell real estate, sometimes you need that attorney involved. So, yeah, if you have any questions, you know, on any of uh, legal advice or any of the topics that we talk about, feel free to give me a call or shoot me a text or, you know, get on Facebook, too. You know, we have a Facebook page, Let's Talk Real Estate. And, of course, Rob works on um, my website all the time, updating that list with Tina.net. So, yeah, that's pretty exciting about uh, real estate right now. Again, it, we're still in a seller's market. Even though we have seen a softening in the market, uh, it's still a very strong seller's market, which, you know, there's not uh, a lot of inventory, and it is driving the prices up. I, it's remarkable some of the prices per square foot that we're still getting in South Haven. So we're, we're very strong, I'd say, in the seller's market and going into the fall. Okay. 
So that's always a good thing for sure because uh, uh, real estate plays a huge part of our economy in this area. Yeah, and as long as the real estate moving, you know, I, you know, it's just a strong market still. And even though it has softened up, it's just because the, the inventory is on the lower side, um, which, you know, again, drives that price up for the sellers. Um, but uh, days on the market are definitely moved out. I've noticed that things are definitely setting for that 30, 60 days and pushing out probably to that 90 days on the market. So, you know, again, if you're getting ready to come on the market this fall um, and you haven't got there yet, you know, it's a good time to do some updates. Yeah, and mm-hmm. get Yeah, get some of those repairs done because those are costly and can cost you a lot when you uh, when you do get a buyer to come looking at your place. Okay. Sorry about that. I don't know if you guys heard the sound effects of my Mac, but I was uh, trying to dump some space because I'm sitting there recording and my computer is saying you're about to critically run out of space. You so. could have just edited that out Woo. since we're pre-recorded. No, because she was talking and the sound oh, happened yeah, while she was talking. Work. No, no. we'll have to bring her back yeah. in and have her it, tell oh, that story. Yeah, yeah. It's just not as yeah. easy as you think it is over there, no. Mason Dixon. No. I don't know. I th- if I, the sound okay. happens while someone's recording, yeah, that's a good yeah, point. it has to happen between uh, words and when Tina's talking, there's not much space between. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm like you know trying to get at it out as much Every as we can because you know, no, the the we're on for a seg a session of maybe seven to ten minutes, right? And it goes by pretty yeah. quick. Usually, you know, usually so. about seven and a half to eight is what we end up being. But more advertisers we bring on the segments just get shorter and shorter. I know. I think that we've got a ton of yeah. uh, advertisers on there, yeah. right? But not quite enough because I can still do a seven and a half, eight minute segment for everybody. Uh, and really, what I promise when I do these is I promise seven. Yeah. And I've been able to always give a little bit more. But when the show is totally f- uh, full, uh, full and uh, sold out, then the segments will have to be about seven and a seven and a half tops. Right. And it goes by pretty quick. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I wanted to reach out and, and tell you guys I was up in Grand Rapids and we were looking at some RVs for sale. And, and you uh, buying another one? We were looking. We're looking at them. Mm-hmm. And anyways, one of the salesmen came out and he said, oh, I wanted to introduce myself, Tina Goodrich. She goes, I hear you on the radio every week. All the way up in Grand Rapids? All the way up in Grand Rapids. Okay. How does that happen? I know. It it must be because our signal stops at Holland. (laughs) Well, he must listen to us on the way to work. He must. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Where's he from? Uh, he was in Grand Rapids. He was a salesman there he's at the He's in Grand RV. Rapids on his way. Well, uh, let's yeah. see. Where that was that? That could only be the podcast. Camping yeah. World. I, Camping World. Or the... A salesman yeah. came out in. Or he could have the app, the uh, cozy app on his phone, because I actually, for the first time when I left on Saturday morning at 630, was the first time I've heard the show in three years. Yeah. Um, so we actually listened to it from... Well, I listened to it from 630 to 7, got to about... Uh, New Buffalo and this and went out, pull, pulled out the app and listened to the whole thing from the rest of the way down. Oh, well, yeah. it did make my day. I, I have think to it would. say. I bet if Rob Dog went up there to that same place, he says, hi, I'm Rob Bird. And they're like, okay. Like, who, the, who the hell are you? But as soon as he says Tina Goodridge, it's like, wow, yeah. we got a celebrity hey. voice. Yeah. Hey, no, Tina, she's RV. from South Haven. Yeah. And with that, we need to take a break. We will be back on Rob Bird's Moondog Show. Let's talk real estate with Tina Goodridge. So meticulous, it's ridiculous. Are you planning a painting project and don't know who to call? 
Decorator's Choice Painting Company is one of the most highly referred services along the lakeshore. Serving this area for over 20 years, we look forward to providing professional services for you. Call us today at 269-270-5785 or email us at decoratorschoicesh at gmail.com. Take a look at our work at decoratorschoicesh.com. So meticulous, it's ridiculous. It is true. You can get quality social media marketing, radio time, and video production in one place. Moondog Productions specializes in all three. Now is the time to increase your presence and keep yourself in the public eye. Through Robert's Moondog Show, Moondog Productions offers radio advertising, social media marketing, and video production that will get you noticed. Call Moondog Productions at 269-872-3049 to find out how we can design a program that will fit your budget. If you have branches hanging over your roof or weakened rotting trees near your home, then call UFC Tree Care. At UFC Tree Care, we specialize in preventing the devastating damage that can be caused to your home or property because the chances of that happening are greatly increased with winter weather. If you don't already have a tree service, call us for a free quote. Go to ufctreecare.com for contact information. We also offer residential and commercial snow plowing. And most important, don't forget to tell us that Moondog sent you. We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. Mason Dixon. Wait, you're supposed to say, let's talk real estate with Tina Goodrich oh, first. Let's talk real estate time with Tina Goodrich. I'm supposed to, Mason Dixon. Right. And thank after, you for picking me up on that. After two years, you would think you would remember. You, you'd think I'd got that by now. Right. When this is think? our second year on Let's Talk Real Estate. Congratulations. Happy anniversary. Yes. I know. I kind of have to pat myself in the back. I've been pretty good about being on time for the show oh, every week. Yeah, and, and, and that isn't very I'm real estate-like. That is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it is. You have to be on time you better in real be. estate. Because when it really comes down to a punctual is the one thing that takes you want to it, get there before it takes the zero client. effort just like hustle you can run as hard as you can you may not be able to run fast but it takes zero effort to run as fast yeah. as you can and it does right? happen sometimes yeah. where you know you are running late but it's best or to be there before yeah. the client or you're watering your flowers if there's one thing you, you can do as a real estate be recording a radio show is be there on time yeah, except for when you're yeah. when you're watering your flowers oh, is that why she missed a couple weeks yeah. back she's watering her flowers yeah. and forgot <laughs> oh i get a text we're gonna have to do a call in this Right. Hey, those Collins work pretty good. You only you know? live I mean, three minutes away from here. I know. I know, but I caught it like minutes before I was supposed to yeah. go on the air. Like, I was like, oh, oh I better Tina's call not here early today. Here we go. Let me go look at my phone. We did a good job, too, mm-hmm. on the radio. I'm excellent. sure you can even tell, you know, from being Didn't on even know she wasn't the phone here. or not here. I like to be here because that's when we really get the live action oh, going on. Oh, way better. On. You know, anybody can say anything. And Conversations Rob's way better recording. In so person. afterwards, yeah. it's like, you know, this is pre recorded. Um, but yeah, you know, but Blueberry Fest is on this weekend. It is. Hey, you guys, they're, excited. They're, oh, Nate Barnes was here this past Thursday. That's, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exciting, you know. So that was an excitement for him. He had his picture on a NASCAR. Did, did, did you get, did thinking, you get down there to see him? I was thinking that if Nate was going to buy a home back here in his hometown, maybe I could be his realtor. Yeah. He's yeah. going to have to sell probably one more album. He's going uh, to do buy one probably more a condo then. or something out in mm-hmm. the country. Probably out in the country. But, uh, yeah, I was thinking, yeah, Nate, when you're ready to buy a house, 
um, maybe we can, you know, show some homes. I know one coming up for sale. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. We know of a couple that's coming up for sale. Right. Well, why don't you start talking about them listings then before we run out of time? So, yeah, we've got, um, talk a little bit about the listings again. The one on 16th Avenue, that's the 2.6 acres. I sent out a team uh, to go and maintain the grass up in the front, and lo and behold, they cut the yard next door. Oh, so I got a phone call from the neighbor. She goes, thank you for the lawn job. Yeah, I was like, how much did they cut? It was like three acres, and really they only needed to cut the front. (laughs) (laughs) So it does happen. Our prize peonies. That's that's like getting the wrong leg amputated. (laughs) This property. I know a fella who got the wrong tooth root canal. It does happen. Yeah, it does happen. Um, But it was okay. It worked out great. It just so happened the neighbors, um, I sold them that property, and they got a kick out of it. So um, this one is, they did. They did, definitely. Um, A nice big open field, so it didn't hurt anything. Um, 2.6 acres on 16th Avenue. It's a wooded lot, a wonderful wooded lot. And this property has utility, city utilities in the front, which I thought is nice for some, some buyers, you know, don't want a septic and well. They prefer to have public utilities. Do they cost more? Uh, Well, just I think for the cleaner in the mind, thinking that they get, you know, water that's filtered. They don't like their poop in their backyard. um, And they don't want to do this septic and maintain it. Yeah, that's pretty gross. You know, it's like, oh, septic? Whenever I'm walking on top of of them, my poop is right down there. It's like, oh, I've never had a septic before. What is it? So, you know, when you're coming from the city, you know, and you've been there your whole life, you know, there's a lot of properties here that are on septic and wells. I I will say this, that if, if your septic is running as it's supposed to, you never do anything with it. What? Well, you do have to empty them, Rob. I don't think so. Yeah. I think, I they think just the microbes... Overf- they the, just overflow and... The one's been in my backyard for 20 years. The wind doesn't blow the wrong way. I think it just depends on how many butts the, live the, there. The, 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 micro, right, the microbes that eat all that, yeah. Yeah, Rob. Well, you're only know. one person, well, listen, so that doesn't take... I'm, I'm in a house that's 80 years old, and, and it's, it's never... It's probably got a 1,000-gallon well, septic tank. Yeah, but I lived in a, well, I lived in a house pipe. when Most I was... Most older homes have a 1,000... Thousand well, gallon septic tanks. I lived on 64th when I That's was a yeah. kid, and that thing no, had to be. No, today's date's 1500. Yeah, and that thing had to be come out, and they had to they had to come out and pump it probably once every couple of years. And you know you got to maintain these septics because when you go to sell these properties, that's the first thing that gets checked is a septic because I've had a couple done now. They're running about ten thousand dollars to have a new septic and drain field put in. So, you know, it's good to maintain your septic system. So when it comes time to sell your property. I don't don't own my house. And if that that went bad and they wanted me to pay for it, that's when I'll I'll be moving. (laughs) That'll be when I'm moving. It's usually, yeah, that usually falls into the the landlord, the owner's name that maintains that. Yeah, well, guess what? That's not my uh, my Uh, agreement. But septics, you know, generally on these old farms are a thousand gallon tanks. Let's just say to any of you tourists considering moving up here. If you're going to move to South Haven, consider that. There, you could possibly be on a well and septic. Yeah. Mason, have are you people, on a well and septic? If we're on a good day, um, they uh, they have to uh, <laughs> they have people that can come and uh, maintain them for you, so you don't have to go down there and, and no, put on you hip would, waders. You would call a local company such as the Finville Septic Company. They empty out septic tanks. Usually, runs about three hundred dollars. Um, Ron's son is running Washagizix now, and he does a lot of like 
cleaning out the the drain fields and unplugging things. Ron's son, Don. Yeah, yeah, he's running the show over there. And then you got Jensen's locally. That's who I recommend. Hey, maybe you can get one of them as a guest on Let's Talk Real Estate, and we can get this question answered about Rob Dog mm. whether or not you ever have to empty your. Uh, another, I'll tell you, another, you have to pay. It's good to lollipops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what you said was on the poop wagon. Anyways, oh, back was, to 16th Avenue. This 2.6 acres is listed for 99000 and it's a great place if you want to have like this, um, your home back in the woods, a little privacy, mm-hmm. you could build back in there. It's 2.6 acres, which is a very good sized lot. Right. And um, just minutes from South Haven on 16th Avenue, yes. it's near Bob's Processing. So that'll kind of pinpoint where this property is right. at. If can you're you familiar with Bob's. You probably could, but you've you got 30 seconds. So you 99000 If you're interested you in go. this one, give me a call. Check I've out got website. Yeah, check out the website. Rob did a great List aerial view on this one. I mean, you will love this and property. What's right. phone number? And of course, my phone number, 269-759-1076. I love Texas. You're, you can I call me. I love Texas, too. And the IRS loves Texas. Or you can find me on Facebook with Let's Talk Real Estate with Tina Goodrich, and I can answer all those questions. You got 10 seconds, Mason. 10 seconds. I'm kidding. Hurry up. All right, folks. Thanks for listening, and uh, go check out Moondogshow.com, Moondogpro.net, TrustandBirdBand.com, and of course, because everybody was talking over her, ListWithTina.net. All right. I want to thank our commercial sponsors and advertisers, UFCTreeCare.com, Masters Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, Gulata Imagery, Country House Furniture, The Blueberry Store, Happy Blueberry Fest, yeah. Decorator's Choice, SH.com. He's so meticulous. He's ridiculous. Uh, of course, Mama's TJM Barbecue, uh, Pure Salon and Spa, and uh, shout out to our favorite organizations, Drawing Children into Reading, right on. DCIR.org, Senior Services of Van Buren County, and YDCPAL.com. Mm-hmm. No, no, don't go there. Don't go there. Go to ydcpal.org. Sorry, Brooke Blanchard. I I do apologize. All right, everybody, on the count of three, we all going to howl at the moon dog. Here we go. One, two, three. Hey, now that everybody's left the studio, um, we have a little time left here. I wanted to uh, take the opportunity to play this one song called Shining City Lights. It's off the new Truss and Bird Band album called Elastic Wasteland. And this is a duet that's done with my good friend uh, Scott T and me, otherwise known as Scott Thaler. Here it is, Shining City Lights.
Can be found at moondogshow.com. Copyright 2022.